Greetings to all the sincere learners. I am Pallavi Tandon, Faculty of English at SRN International School. Students, today we will be learning Chapter Lost Spring by Anise Jung from Grade 12th English Core. Let me tell you the summary of the chapter in a very simplified manner. This lesson is an excerpt from Anise Jung's book titled Lost Spring, Stories of Stolen Childhood. The writer presents a grim and desolate picture of children condemned to poverty. It is a life full of problems and exploitation. Everywhere child labor is seen, whether it is in restaurants, making candles, locks, weaving saris or carrying loads, to bear the burden of poverty. The writer analyzes the grinding poverty and traditions sanctified by caste and religion and presents them with rare sensitivity and courage. In this dull and dreary world, there are some children who are profiles of courage and fortitude. They are not only opening new vistas for themselves but also setting up precedents for others. The author also brings to light some institutions which battle not only governmental and bureaucratic apathy, but also some social and cultural norms that encourage this inhuman practice. Now, students, let me tell you the theme of the chapter. As I told you that in this lesson, the writer delineates the exploitation of children in hazardous jobs like bangle making and rack picking. The focus is on the lost childhood which these children should have otherwise enjoyed. Due to abject poverty, they have to become partners with their parents in this bitter struggle for survival. In some tragic cases, their dreary, unhygienic condition becomes accepted as destiny. So there is a dire need to bring joy and sunshine into their lives, rehabilitate them so that they can lead a life of dignity and fulfill their dreams. Now, let me give you the summary of the chapter. The very first excerpt which is given about sahib -e alam the story begins when the writer meets Sahib. She used to meet Sahib every morning, searching for money or things in the garbage dumps, as he sells them. Sahib, who belongs to a refugee family from Bangladesh, Hence, writer advises him to go to a school and Sahib complains of absence of any school in his neighborhood. Unthinkingly, the writer raises Sahib's hopes by promising to open a school in his locality and immediately realizes how hollow her promise is. One day she asks Sahib's name. And ironically, when Sahib tells his full name, which is Sahib-e-Alam, which means Lord of the Universe. The boy spends his time scrounging the garbage with other rack pickers. The extreme poverty of the boys is reflected in their going around barefoot. None of them can afford shoes. The writer comes to the sad conclusion that being barefoot is now a tradition followed by the extreme poor in India. At that moment, the author is reminded of a priest's son in Odipi who walked barefoot 30 years ago. The boy's greatest pair was to own a pair of shoes. On his visit after 30 years, the author found that priest's son now wore shoes. 
but the rag pickers still remained shoeless in her neighborhood sima puri was a place where all bangladeshis live since 1971 their homes are been described as the structures of mud with tin roofs and tarpaulin there is no sewage drainage or running water for the 10000 rag pickers residing over there they have been living here for more than 30 years without an identity without permits only ration cards that put their names on voter lists women in torn sarees grateful for the ration cards which enable them to buy grain which they were deprived of in their own native country of green fields and rivers they and their children survive as rag pickers hoping for a chance to find a rupee or a coin in the garbage rag picking is the daily bread a roof over their heads while talking to saheb the writer gets to know about the desires of saheb alam for saheb like other children of rag pickers garbage is wrapped in wonder where he sometimes finds a rupee or even a 10 rupee note for the elders rag picking is a means of survival saheb's desire is to play tennis in tennis shoes to be able to afford them to enjoy life he gets tennis shoes which were cast off by a rich boy one shoe has a hole in it but he is not bothered but the author doubts whether he will ever be able to play tennis later saheb gets a job at a tea stall for rupees 800 per month the writer meets him fetching milk in a steel canister for his master but what writer notices that he did not look happy rather he seemed to be burdened and sad the reason behind that he was no more a free bird but a bonded labor then there is another story of mukesh which is given over there who was a child laborer mukesh is a child laborer in a glass factory in ferozabad and he had a dream to drive a car or to be a motor mechanic his family is unaware that child labor is illegal and banned by the government the working conditions at glass factory are horrible 20000 children work in high temperatures dingy cells without air and light children lose their eyesight at an early age the surroundings where mukesh lives was somewhere choked having stinking lanes full of garbage and in fact the walls appeared to be crumbling they were the houses were having wobbly doors and in fact no windows all homes were crowded with people and animals who were living together mukesh's own home was a half built shack with thatched roof and a wobbly iron door there were three generations who were living together under one roof that was grandmother father elder brother and his wife elder brother's wife was a young girl who does all the household goes look after the three men and covers her face before the elders as the custom in the family mukesh's father was the head of the family he never earned enough to renovate his house or provide education to his own sons the only art he knew was bangle making which he handed over to his sons mukesh's grandmother was also there 
she was blind she thinks that the poverty in is the result of karma or destiny she believed that bangal making to be god given lineage and she had accepted her husband's blindness as their destiny the bangal makers are caught in a vicious circle poverty and lack of education keeps them bound to making bangles and unfortunately their children follow the same profession as they are into the same profession the eyes get adjusted to darkness than light they often end up losing their eyesight before they become adults there's a girl whose name was savita she was an unmarried girl and she was engaged into making colorful bangles without knowing that they are the symbols of indian women's suhag an old woman who was sitting next to her still wear bangles but she is blind she hasn't eaten one full meal in her entire life her old husband has the only satisfaction of providing his family with a house to live this is what is reflected that there is irony in the perception of the people over there the writer realizes that life has stood still in ferozabad the young men lack initiative they do not have ability to dream and are crushed by extreme poverty these people are trapped by sahukars middlemen the policemen the keepers of the law the bureaucrats and politicians the children are caught between two worlds first that is poverty and stigma of caste and secondly trapped by all the above in a hopeless situation burdened by the above to courage to resist is lost they cannot dare to dream and only mukesh was the one who was different from of all he was an aspirant a youngster he dared he aspired to become a motor mechanic his dreams are reasonable attainable he doesn't dream of flying an aeroplane and at this point the writer comments ironically that few planes fly over ferozabad so children let me tell you that the title lost spring is metamorphical for its talk of stealing something abstract but full of joy and high spirits it's a portrayal of the broken spirit of millions of children condemned to a life of exploitation and poverty these children have lost their moments of spring and the time of growth happiness rejuvenation and have become adults before time these children present the dark side of progress caught in the jaws of grinding poverty in a nutshell the lesson focuses on the unchanging and apathetic role of society and hopes for more compassion the title wants to shake the reader out of his smugness and reminds him of the need to recapture the spring that is lost from their lives students i hope you must have understood the chapter well you can listen to the podcast attentively stay blessed children thank you